Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. Just a few things for you to know. If you're not around our ages, um, if you haven't made it here yet, we just want to prepare you for the wonderful things that you have in store. One is there are just certain things that you can't eat without almost pooping on yourself. Everybody has that list, right? I quit going to Whataburger a couple weeks ago. (laughs) Number two is hemorrhoids are a real thing, and they will (laughs) shut you down, bro. They will shut you down. Number three, if you're young enough that you've never experienced the joys of having a kid or childbirth, look up a thing called the placenta. It surprises every man in the delivery room. (laughs) Number four, joints. You didn't know you had them until now, but now you're very aware because every time you move, they pop. (laughs) And number five, eyes. It's hard to see. It's getting harder to see. These are things that just happened to you. You guys were trying to prepare you for life. Uh, This is real stuff. Welcome to the uncomfortable truth. Obi's going to go ahead. If you're a 20-year-old. Yeah. Don't let that freak you out. It's pretty good on this side. No, it's too. still good. It's still good. You just deal with it a little bit more. <laughs> yes. Oh, guys, let's pray real quick. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for bringing us here safely, and we thank you for loving, watching over, protecting our families. Uh, Lord, we thank you for this platform that that you've given us to glorify your name, to uh, to do some kingdom work for you, Lord. Um, Lord, we thank you for our careers, our jobs, our, our um, ways that we provide for our family, for giving us the provision that, that you know that we need. Um, we thank you, Lord, that you're sovereign. We know that you're in control. And uh, most of all, Jesus, Lord, we just thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so that we can come and, uh, and be with you one day in heaven, Lord. And we just pray over this podcast today. We pray that uh, Shane brings uh, the word today. We love you so much. Amen. 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 No pressure, Shane. No pressure. So I want to talk today about focus, clarity, eliminating distraction. Colossians 3, 1 through 4 says, If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. So I've kind of been diving down uh, yesterday. I dove down a little bit of a rabbit hole when it comes to that piece of technology in your pocket. And how it affects our day-to-day life. Um, One thing that I learned yesterday is that when we do things, let me back up. Everything in our world today is very, very readily accessible. 
So like true rewards and true exciting things that happen in our lives aren't necessarily, we haven't deemed them as exciting as maybe we would have 10, 15 years ago, or our parents would have deemed them exciting. And so your body, when something really good happens to you, your body will tend to get a dopamine rush. Think of like skydiving mm-hmm. or uh, winning winning a game or um, finding out some information that you, that you didn't know. Your body will have a, a dopamine rush or, you know, uh, cracking open a, a beer after a long, hot day, right? Okay, those are things that within reason, uh, what's the right word there? If you uh, don't do it too much. Then small doses or right in small doses. Uh, so think about that, and then think about how accessible everything in our world is today. If you want, if you're hungry, and McDonald's sounds good, what do you do? Go through the drive-through. You go through McDonald's, or you order it through Uber Eats. Right, or you just you get don't it ever get off your couch. delivered right to you. I mean, it's you. not as common here, but anytime we travel, that's right. A, that's a common thing. If you need a piece of information, whether it's useless or helpful, <laughs> what do you do? You grab your phone, Google. Yeah, that's that's the main thing. Like we we didn't have that growing up. Um, we had encyclopedias, and, and <laughs> that yeah, that is a true story. A bunch of them on a shelf. Yep, and old people, <laughs> 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 which we laugh at. So, such a good point. Anyway, Shane. Uh, <laughs> Encyclopedias. So where where am I going with that? Because our everything in our world is so readily available, it is very easy to be distracted. Everything, do you guys out there, when you're trying to get something done, how many distractions do you have to, if you're really focusing, how many distractions do you have to ignore to actually accomplish a task? If you want to ignore those distractions, you either turn your phone off or you put it somewhere where you can't hear it because there's so many notifications. Or I hate them. I stink and hate them. But our brains, what's happening now is think about TikTok. You're scrolling through and you, the way our the way our brains processed changes in information, you go back fifty years, even twenty years, before let's say before the internet, thirty years, whenever whenever that occurred, your brain processed information basically by where your body was at, right? Mm-hmm. The moment you were in, right? The moment you were in. If you were in the living room and you were watching TV, and then uh, you needed to to get something from the kitchen, you got up, you moved. If you needed to talk to somebody. Uh, that was a, a neighbor, you got up, you got off the couch, you grabbed the phone, or maybe you went to their house and you talked to them. Like your your brain process information based on where your body was at. Now, our brains process information, think about TikTok. You can you can be scrolling through TikTok, and, and, which I don't have TikTok, but you can be scrolling through TikTok and get a thousand changes of information in a matter of uh, 30 minutes an hour, maybe, literally a thousand different things as you're just scrolling. Our brains weren't meant to work like that, I don't think. And it, what it causes is is our brain to always be switching and not and to be confused on what we're supposed to be focusing Focus. on. So what I wanted to do here with the Colossians 3, 1 through 4, is verse 2 says, it gives us some clarity. Verse 2, set your minds 
on things that are above, not not on things that are on the earth. Mm-hmm. How do we live better as Christians when everything is so readily available and not get so distracted? I think it starts with laying down your phone, laying down that device, you know, whether it's uh, an iPad, getting out from in front of your computer. Um, at the end of the day, that's really where it all is, right? I mean, if we're being completely honest, and so many people, they don't have the discipline to do that. I mean, uh, whenever it pops up and shows your daily screen time is six hours a day, that's a serious problem. Or, I mean, like, I've read articles where, like, kids, their screen time's like 12 hours a day. You know I mean? Like, they're not doing anything else except for laying in their room or at school. I, I promise you this right now. I have two kids uh, that are um, under the 18 or 18 or, y- or younger. I can text. They're in school right now. I can text both of them right now, and they'll respond in less than five minutes. It, it, they're probably supposed to be paying attention to the teacher in this moment. Mm-hmm. But that's. Uh, I'm glad that I didn't grow up that way, because I can't imagine. Goodness, I mean, I'm already ADD. I can't imagine what that does to those children uh, in allowing them not to concentrate, not to focus. And uh, I think it's a serious problem. I think recognition, obviously, is the first step, like you said. Uh, We've we've got to recognize where the problem is. And anybody that wants to make the argument um, that it's more of a tool than it is a hindrance is delusional. In my in my humble opinion, <laughs> yeah, you you can you, you can it, it, focus and make it that. That's like right. It, you have to. That's right. You got to put your head I, in. It. But you've you've got to recognize that if you aren't extremely disciplined, and now it can extreme discipline. It, it, you've got to have some extreme discipline um, because, and and I'll be the first one to admit that I'm not. I haven't. I haven't beat it yet. And and the reason that I know that is because when I grab my phone, what do I immediately do? If I have a down moment, you know, where I'm maybe finished a task and I pick my phone up, what do I do with it? You know, and and so I know that I don't have it mastered yet. And that's why I will I'll literally put Facebook on my phone to look up something for work and then delete it again. Like literally the second after I get the information that I have. And that's only because I'm so tempted when it's accessible for me to just grab it and start scrolling through and seeing what's Mm -hmm. going on. And, And it is absolutely a problem for me. I'm not saying that it's a problem for everybody, but I know that it's more of a problem than it's not. Because, I mean, you just scroll through Facebook for five minutes and tell me it's not. You know, I mean, just look at the things that you're reading and that you're seeing. And, and I realize that the way that that, that program is designed, it, it they, they, they make it 
all this clickbait. They know, capitalized it, on 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 something that maybe you right were interested we don't even, in yeah. or whatever you know and, in a way that we really don't even know that they're capitalizing on it too. Yeah, it, it's just it's just unbelievable how. I mean, it's 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 the next drug. It's yeah. it's the next addiction. Um, it's not the next. It is. It's here. You know, and I just think that. You're right, Shane. It's so easy to lose your focus because of that. And uh, I, I do, I mean, I, I see it being used as a tool in my business, in our, in, in our industry. And uh, in, I see it literally being the primary source of marketing and advertising for so many businesses, that, and, and it keeps them afloat. So don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for it in that aspect. But I just think that it is a slippery slope, and um, I think that we have to recognize that for our kids more than anything um, because they're the ones who I feel like it, it could be their detriment even more so than us. Yeah, they they didn't have a choice right, to grow up at an age to where it wasn't readily available. Yeah, that our what's really happening is our brain is just becoming conditioned or is conditioned to not have a void of moment that where you just stop. Okay, and you just you're in the moment, and that's why we reach for our phone or we get distracted by being distracted by being distracted. So literally, it becomes, and what we're really talking about here is how your body creates habits. Well, and, and is that healthy? Yeah, exactly. You um, know, I mean, I, I, I'm not trying. I know, I'm not trying to interrupt you here, but it to me. So we're all, everybody in this room is, it we we are we are conditioned to be think to think that when we have downtime, that's a opportunity for us to get ahead. Um, it's an opportunity for us to to try and um, figure out maybe a new creative way to grow our business, to, to that downtime. We, we try to fill that downtime. We look at downtime almost as a bad thing sometimes, uh, which I, I do. And I know Sean does. Uh, I don't know exactly how you guys look at it because we haven't talked about that a whole lot. But, like, whenever we have moments of – what should be a break for us where we should be able to soak that break in so we can maybe reset and maybe be more productive after we enjoy that break. Our, our mind is, Oh, I just finished. I I completed all these tasks. I've got to create more to complete Mm -hmm. so that I can get further ahead. Yeah. I think what you're saying is it it sounds like a a no win situation because either you're going to, feel something there to complete, which you're saying you don't, it's better if you just slow down and, and realize the moment and be thankful or, or we're going to fill it with mindless scrolling and then be anxious or upset with ourselves after we do either one of those thinking that, man, I just wanted to sit here and kind of pray and meditate on the Lord's word or, or, talk to somebody and build a relationship or, you know, that's exactly right. You know, we, we fill those things with the things that we shouldn't be feeling. I believe that God desires for us to have to not just 
okay, you can argue, well, I enjoy working. Okay, yeah, you could argue that. But how about enjoying what, how about enjoying going fishing or going hunting or, you know, and, and we've got, we've conditioned ourselves to think that that just takes us away from what we are supposed to be doing. Right, you have to right. have everything done. Right. Everything has to be completed Whereas, before you can have any kind of, in, right. you know, enjoyment. And, and when we were growing up, I mean, I think my dad had a fishing pole on the back of his truck everywhere he went. You know, I mean, yeah. well, why don't I? You know, I mean, I feel like I'm doing something bad if, yeah. if, if I'm if I'm thinking that way. And and uh, and I just I, I'm I'm talking to myself, y'all. I'm not I'm not like preaching at anybody. <clears throat> I'm saying, you know what? I gotta I gotta figure out a way to to re uh, calibrate. You know, my mind to where I'm. It's okay, Obi, to take a break, you know, yeah. because every time we get in those mundane moments where maybe we've had a successful week, but we get to the end of the week, go, go to the golf course, you know, don't, and, and be okay with that. And in the, and in that moment where you're at the golf course, play golf, mm-hmm. don't, don't, <laughs> don't go to the golf course and think that you're taking a break from work and you're on the cell phone every hole you know, because the phone keeps ringing. No, turn the phone off. You know, that's what we're saying. I think that's what you're saying, Shane. Yeah. Is turn the phone off. Um, you know, you're gonna we're gonna allow life to pass us by and we're we're gonna get to, you know, fifty, sixty years old and look back and be like, What did I miss? Uh, because of that phone. Yeah. You know. Brandon, you were telling me the other day about guy, uh, a guy who schedules his day in blocks and allows for a time like that so that there is no question. You want to talk about that? Yeah, that's what was jumping around in my head. So the reality I think we live in now that we all agree is that information is not slowing down. And anything we do, unless we detach from it completely by getting out in nature, is going to bring us back into that vortex, so to speak. So... I think one of the biggest things on focusing is is being aware that it is a thing we are going to struggle with and building a schedule because we, we're all running businesses or visiting with clients that allows you to feed the things that f- fulfill you in a way that are pleasing to the Lord. So you be, you build your, your day around or your week around or your month around knowing that I shouldn't feel guilty about going fishing or going to the golf course and playing. And here's the cold, hard truth that I'm coming to the realization of. We will never, ever finish our to-do list. Period. Because something new will come up to add to it, or something won't get done in the time that we uh, planned for it to get done. Uh, That's called Parkinson's Law. And essentially, if we have more time, we find things to fill it. Is one example. So, you know, this example that Shane's talking about uh, is by a guy named Taylor Welch. Um, and he kind of set on a journey to figure out how to control his time in a way that he thought was most beneficial for his family, but to grow his business because he had his first child on the way and he knew what he was doing could not continue to be done. And um, so he literally builds in uh, a buffer slot here or there throughout each day to allow for life to happen because it's going to and not get frustrated about it for us. Now, he's not talking about the Lord, but I think it's a great opportunity for us to remember, hey, let me slow down. 
Let me not be in a rush. Let me be sure that I spend that time with my child who takes the time to come into my office and visit with me and not feel guilty about that. And then he also builds in time where he says, I know if I don't schedule time on social media, it will be the thing I grab and do throughout every day, all day, all week. And you look up and like Sean said, you got seven hours of screen time and you got what the world. And that makes us feel guilty. So he builds in a buffer time where he's like, I got two hours to do nothing. He schedules it. And he says, sometimes I may scroll Facebook for now. This is a multimillionaire. Okay. This is not somebody, not the money matters. I'm just saying he's got a lot of things going. And just said, in, indicates his mindset his as well. Mindset, yeah. That's my point. And he says, or I may, and he schedules what he studies, which was huge for me. Literally, he says, because information is so much at your fingertip, what will separate you in focusing now is scheduling how you focus. Which is funny because 20 years ago, you had a couple of options. Turn the TV on, which our parents didn't let us watch TV a ton, or go outside and play. Now, I mean this lovingly, but 30, 40 years ago, we didn't have the obesity rate that we have now. That's not coincidental, in my opinion, because you had two choices. Go play outside or stay in here and work because you're not going to sit under my feet all day. So we went outside and got active. Um, so no doubt, and I don't think it's coincidental that the people that make these apps that are addictive and the people that are running Apple at the highest levels and all these other things don't let their kids typically be involved with them. That Yeah, Silicon Valley, most of the people that run those businesses do not let their kids have technology. Yeah. Hmm. How interesting. Imagine I, that. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> A Bible verse that pops into my head, um, I, would, uh, I had to look it up, <laughs> it was uh, Psalm 46.10, uh, be still and know that I am God. I think there's a lot to say about that um, because it just goes in line. I mean, God wants us to be still. That doesn't mean be still with your phone in front of your face. Mm, good point. And um, wants your mind to be still. Yeah, I mean, even if it's going on a walk, you know, and uh, and putting everything down. I'll tell you what, some of the best walks that I've been on uh, is on a Sunday morning before church without my phone. Mm-hmm all by myself, and uh, there's, man, it's like you get clarity, and uh, mm-hmm. so. that I've noticed this. I don't know if you guys have. So when I have my phone in my hand, it's like I'm recognizing now it's running interference between my connection with the Lord. Like it's like static. It's, it creates an uneasiness. Oh, yeah. Right. No and doubt. I recognize it. I'm like, why do I feel unsettled? And I kid you not. I will go set my phone down away from me, go for a walk, get in the Word, call a friend. It's gone. That's not coincidental. And and guys, if we don't all think that the devil's not in the little bit of half-truths and in the details we can't see, we're not reading the Bible. When we're distracted, there you go. we're not focused on him. And it is easy to be distracted when there is literally an endless amount of information in your pocket or in your hand. Do you pick your phone up or grab it out of your pocket to do something and see a notification and click that notification and then forget what you grabbed your phone Two for? Two days in the later, first place? you're like, crud, oh, I didn't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to do. But it happens to me on a daily basis. And that's a problem. 
the problem. We gotta be. We gotta get better. <clears throat> we gotta get better. I've thought about. I, I'm really like trying to figure out how to create a system or an infrastructure in my own life to go back to a flip phone. <laughs> right. There's. It's so. It would be so inconvenient though. Yeah. But. Well, I, I think the thought you have there, Shane, is not that far fetched. It's only far fetched because of how far we've gotten into the world of having them all the time. But the reality is, is a phone doesn't have to be anything but for calling somebody. Yeah. Anything else we really need to do could be. You could schedule time. Well, I watched the computer or, yeah. you know, wherever else. I watched a video of a guy who actually did that. For 30 days, he, he went to a flip phone and, and, you know, he got. Throughout the video, he talks about clarity and then finding other things to do and enjoying the small moments and the moments with, he said, I'm making my coffee and like, I'm not like grabbing my phone, making my coffee, not like watching the YouTube video while I'm brushing my teeth. He said, just enjoy the moment of the coffee dripping. And I enjoy, enjoy the moment of my wife walking in the kitchen and having a conversation with her. I enjoy the moment. I, this guy didn't have kids, but you would enjoy the moments more with your kids. But he said, then I got in my car and I was going somewhere that I'd never been before. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean, to, and that's what you start realizing you're right. like how much do i use this yeah see i had to go back to old map quest days and print out the <laughs> daggum directions before i left the house you know wow wow you're right you just don't think about it you no. don't think about those things it can it, it's it's a tool i mean it absolutely is a tool for those that can use it as a tool um mm-hmm. i just think that that with where it's evolved. I think that the the tool aspect of it is is almost is almost secondary now. Yeah. Um. You know, I could be wrong. Well, there I don't have statistics to support that. There but. are drugs they use in the medical field to help save people that used it used outside the medical field are addictive and kill people. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're exactly right. So every, everything is readily available. And anything that any type of information that we need, we can access within the blink of an eye. One thing that we can do is start controlling those impulses a little better just to uh, gain some discipline in our life. When we want to grab that phone, just say no one time or try to do it 10 times a day. That's a good place to start. When you're just reaching your phone to, to look up something that you may need or something stupid, just tell yourself no. Let's start creating some discipline on a small scale so that that can turn into discipline on a, on a large scale. I think that's the easy way to do it. And in those moments, we can go back to the Lord and say, Lord, thank you for, you know, my life and, the, you know, the access that we have to information because we can use it for good. And the cool piece about that, Shane, that just jumped out to me is that what does God give us that helps us? hopefully recognize that we need to seek him all the time. Free will and the capacity to choose. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, ultimately it's our choice because hopefully it directs us to him. And we're all searching for, for clarity and peace in our lives. And that, that peace only comes with having a relationship with the Lord. Yep. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you being here. If you would hit that subscribe and leave us a review, that'll help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.